If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Mandatory pay for workers in California affected by coronavirus will be extended. So the decision comes as the Omicron variant is threatening another possible wave of infections. And board chairman David Thomas says extending these rules is the best protection that workers will have. So other members suggested to continue using masks and other special protections if workplace regulators would not have made this decision. Workplace pandemic rules would have expired in May. Uh, California's case rate is actually up by one third and test positivity has doubled since late March. So if you need more information about that, what to do, where to get vaccinated, where to get tested, head on over to SocoEmergency.org. Well, something you should do today is buy a Powerball ticket. Tonight's Powerball jackpot is worth $454 million, with a lump sum cash payout of $271.9 million. Nobody has won the jackpot since Valentine's Day, and that's why the payout is approaching half a billion dollars. I don't know about you, Amber, but I think I would do the lump sum. Yeah. I'd want my money now. Let's get it. (laughs) Are you J.G. Wetworth? (laughs) Need cash now. Uh, So best of luck to you if you're playing the Powerball. And if you win, can you please buy us dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Something. Yeah. Donuts, at least. Coffee. We'll take whatever. All right. Chris Stapleton. He did something really awesome. He raised over $1 million to help residents in his home state. It's called a concert in Kentucky, and the sold-out show actually took place on Saturday at the University of Kentucky's Kroger Field with performances not only from Chris, but Willie Nelson was there, Cheryl Crow, and he had this to say about the show. He said, every night we walk on stage and we do our best to help people, but we forget about their troubles, but we're here to celebrate, remember, have hope and heal. And he did this for, you know, various charities in his home state of Kentucky. Uh, and he has what's called the Hometown Fund. So if you're interested in donating or helping out, look it up. Amber and Tanner in the morning. I'm going to try to figure out the best way to ask this. But when your kid was younger, did they not know or understand where something came from? There's a new survey out by The Honest Company. That reveals 90% of children ages 6 to 12 are unaware that bananas and strawberries come from plants. Yeah, I believe it. It takes a while to learn those things. <laughs> where, and Where do they think it comes from? <laughs> Falls out of the sky. It, they, maybe that they're genetically made in like a factory somewhere, I yeah. guess. They just appear. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I totally get it, though. I mean, you don't know until you know. I mean, one of my best friends in the world thought that cream cheese came from the ground. That's because you told him that. <laughs> when, if, with friends like these, you know. <laughs> I wonder how long he thought that, because I don't think I ever told him it, it was a joke. Oh, I'm sure he figured it out by now. I certainly hope so. He's 27. <laughs> Let's call him up. He figured it out. Figured out what? The cream cheese doesn't come from the ground? Yeah. I mean, I guess I grew up around strawberry patches and things like that. So, you know, maybe that's why. 
I think it definitely has something yeah, I, to do with it. I mean, kids that live in San Francisco probably aren't around patches as yeah, much as you were, you know? That's a good point. I mean, I also have never seen a banana tree, so but that's I knew true. they came from a tree. I don't think I have either, <laughs> come to think of it. Does anyone have a banana tree we can look at? <laughs> I have to Google a banana tree. I don't even know that I know what they look like. Do you? No. I think, <laughs> I, don't. I, I think that maybe they have like these long leaves or something like yeah. that. But I, I guess this is kind of like <laughs> arguing against my point. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got Becky from Nap on the phone. Becky, you said you have a cute story for us. What is it? When I was a kid and I lived in Sonoma County, I had a, a neighbor, young girl, came to dinner one night. She thought it was the best thing she had ever eaten. It was chicken and noodles that my dad had cooked. And she says, these are the best noodles that I've ever had. Where do you get them? And he goes, on the tree in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't believe that, did she? Yeah, she did. It was really funny. Were you there when she found out that noodle trees don't exist? No, at the, at the end of dinner, we didn't finally tell her about Well, that's nice of you. My dad, well, my dad had made fresh noodles, so okay. she had never had anything that didn't come from the store. <laughs> I kind of wish there was a noodle tree, actually. <laughs> I, know, I wish there was a money tree, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think we all wish that one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. All you gotta do is put a drink in my hand. Eric Church says that he has never posted on social media. He said, quote, I've never tweeted. I don't know how to tweet. I don't know how. I don't get on Instagram, and nobody gives me codes for any of this stuff, so I don't know how to get onto any of this. No one gives me the codes. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks it's a code. <laughs> he thinks it's like an eye scanner or something like that. He's like, what's the code? <laughs> like it's something you put in like a door to get in. <laughs> exactly. So, funny. so, sorry to tell you, listening in the car or on the app, the post coming from Eric Church's social media doesn't actually come from Eric himself. Um, <laughs> but I'm very curious what you Crush. think about this, Amber. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Amber, you have to delete one from existence. Which one are you deleting? Mm, I think that I'd have to go with Facebook. Facebook? Yeah, I think Facebook's getting a little out of hand. Why, why do you think Facebook's getting out of hand? I don't know. I also don't use it as much. I think TikTok and Instagram are, you know, a lot more interesting and fun. And I guess it's more of a generational thing. Yeah, I'd see that. And I think Facebook people are just mean. <laughs> they definitely can be. I, you know, and I don't care about your opinions. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way about Twitter. I have never had an experience on Twitter where I leave the app and I feel better about my day. I don't know if it's just the people that I'm following on Twitter, but I'll go through for maybe five minutes, say, you know what, I'm good on that, and I'll just close my phone and throw it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I don't use Twitter to tweet very much, but I use it to see what everyone else is doing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really interesting. <laughs> on our Instagram, at Froggy929, we like to conduct our own surveys on our Instagram story, and here's what you said. 62% uh, of the Froggy family wants to delete Twitter and 21% want to delete 
Facebook. Interesting. Zero percent said Instagram, which is interesting. Probably because we had well, it on Instagram. We were on Instagram. <laughs> so head to Instagram right now and make your voice heard. Find Froggy929. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings, Froggy 92.9. So when you're getting gas, do you stand up and wait at the pump or do you get back in your car? Yesterday I did my monthly gas station stop. Monthly? Yeah, I only get gas like once a month, maybe. That's impressive. I have to do every two weeks. I never go anywhere. And (laughs) yesterday I was super annoyed because I had to stop at the gas station. (laughs) I know, I live a privileged life. Uh, And I noticed yesterday that every time I get gas, more often than not, I leave my door open and I just sit down back in my driver's seat and I text on my phone for a second. Really? And instead of like standing at the pump and I, I I got curious yesterday I got a little experimental did some research and I looked around and everyone was like standing at the pump even if they weren't holding the pump the hose I guess is what I mean to say they were still standing there I always stand I, yeah. was, I just think it's a good time to stretch my back and stuff like that so I always stand I also view it as an opportunity to clean out my car so I will <laughs> I unfortunately have a lot of trash in my car all the time. And so it's my time every two weeks to get all that stuff out and toss it away. Okay. I see what you're saying. I I take my trash out of my car like every time I get out of it, but I could probably do that instead. No, I think you're doing the right thing. I think I'm doing the wrong thing. I think you're using your time wisely. Oh, thank you. I I appreciate that. Well, you know, I think we all want what we can't have in these situations. (laughs) But even if I'm not, I don't have trash to throw away, I'll stand. You know, I don't know if it's weird. Maybe I should not do this because I know it's not okay. Like, it's weird to walk away from the pump. And I'm not walking away. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. I'm just not standing. Yeah. But, I mean, could anything bad happen? Maybe. Possibly. Uh, well, we took a poll on our Instagram because I got curious what the rest of the world is doing. Uh, on At Amber and Tanner in the morning if you want to participate. And it looks like... 69% of people said they're like you and they stand at the pump, Tanner. What do you think about that? I think uh, these are my type of people right here. <laughs> Shout out to all of you that stand at the pump. Uh, okay, well, am I wrong for this? <laughs> I don't know. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. It's a done deal, and in case you missed it, Elon Musk now owns Twitter. He bought it for approximately $44 billion. Now, A, can you just imagine having $44 billion? And B, imagine using it to buy a social media platform. I feel like there's so much you can use this money for, but hey, it's his money. Uh, So the deal ends Twitter's run as a public company. It's been a public company since 2013. Now, Elon Musk had this to say on Twitter following his massive $44 billion deal. Uh, He said, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that's what free speech means. And a lot of folks are speaking out about this because they're worried. And of course, the people speaking out are celebrities. Now, Hollywood has been weighing in on this big move. And, you know, celebrities are among Twitter's biggest users. You know, they've garnered millions of followers. They're, you know, sparking conversations with their fans. And some are threatening to leave Twitter because of this. 
Now, Twitter in recent years has started doing things like flagging content described as, you know, misinformation or content that that incites violence, hate, bullying and things like that. And people are worried that, you know, this whole Elon Musk free speech situation is going to bring all those things back to Twitter and back to social media. Now, in my not so humble opinion, I do think free speech is important. But I think hate speech specifically should not be a part of free speech. I, I mean, there's not much we can control, but, you know, our kids are getting bullied online and on social media so much these days. And, you know, it seems to be there's no way to stop it. And, I, you know, I, I want to say that I really like what Mark Hamill said, uh, Luke Skywalker himself. He tweeted about this whole situation and he said, no matter who owns it, no matter who's on it, I'm staying to engage with you, listen to diverse opinions, and to keep fighting the good fight. Also to keep posting silly tweets that I'm known for. <laughs> and, you know, I think he's right. We need to keep fighting the good fight. We need to keep trying to put positivity into social media. Positive, you know, thoughts and opinions back to social media. And I think before we make any hasty decisions or opinions, we should wait and find out. I mean, Elon has not stated any specific plans that he has for Twitter right now, whether or not he's going to get rid of those bans or what's going on. All he says is he wants to bring new features and enhance the algorithms. So what do you what do you think about all this? What do you think about Elon buying Twitter? Is it a good or a bad thing? Should celebrities just leave Twitter if they don't like it? Would you leave Twitter? Let us know. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines, one of them is real. Can Amber guess which one? Amber on headline in a haystack for the year has 22 victories, and I have fooled Amber 19 times into wow. believing in fake news. Amber, Good how for do you, you? Thank you, I appreciate that. But I'm trying to beat your record. I'm trying to come out on top. Not going to lie. Okay, uh, good luck. Amber, how are you feeling today? I was born ready for this. <laughs> I woke up ready. I did not. I'm lying. I'm lying. <laughs> Here's headline number one. Pig lured home by deputies Doritos. Headline number two. Acrylic nails banned from office due to noise. And here's headline number three. Man blames car accident on the song Baby Shark. Ooh, these are all great. (laughs) Any of them poking out to you? All of them are. (laughs) All of them are poking out to me, Tanner. Um, I'm going to go with acrylic nails banned from the office. That is not the headline in a haystack. That sounds like something that just annoys you. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go with Pig Lord with Doritos. That is correct. Oh, man, because I should have went with that one because someone could also lure me back home with Doritos. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So here's what (laughs) happened. Uh, So a pig was in the state of Alabama. Escaped its farm, escaped its residence, was hanging out in the street, and no matter how hard the owners tried, they could not get the pig back home. Every time they approached it, it would run away. And so police were called, and they came up with the genius idea of grabbing a bag of Doritos from lunch, and they just put it on the street, created a little trail back to the residence, and just like that, the little piggy went home. Thank goodness. 
You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What are some great ways to cheer on a friend that's running a race? My friend is running the IPA 10K in Sebastopol this weekend. Long so the IPA 10K is like this one-of-a-kind race. There's running, there's beer, there's all this fun stuff going on at the Barlow in support of the IPA 10K. And, you know, I was supposed to run with her, but the week we started training, I got that super cold. Oh, Do you remember when we both got the super cold? That was <laughs> one of the worst colds I've ever gotten in my life. It wasn't COVID, it was so but bad. it certainly felt like it. I think she gave it to me. I went uh, running with her, and then the next day I got sick. I'm just kidding. She didn't give it to me. <laughs> uh, but I want to show my support still. I want to go and, like, kind of cheer her on, but I've never been to a race where I've had to, you know, be there for support so what are some things that i can do i think something <laughs> that would be funny is i think you should make a cardboard cutout of her <laughs> like this yeah. will be you after the race and like take a picture of her like drinking a beer or something like that if you can yeah. find one on the internet and just to remind her that hey you're gonna get there you're gonna get it done and you're going to enjoy your beer uh, oh i love that <laughs> i was i was thinking about you know having a beer waiting for her like after the race or maybe some snacks and then i read online because i was actually doing research on how to support a friend <laughs> um during a race and a lot of people were saying that they're like never hungry or want anything after uh, a race i was like oh no it's gonna be there with gatorade and like a granola bar i'm like yeah you did it what if you guys like <laughs> shotgunned a beer at the end that'd be crazy <laughs> I, I physically can't shotgun a beer but i'll oh, okay. try i could try that would be it fun would enough to watch be disastrous <laughs> she might get the most entertainment of watching you trying to shotgun a beer people would pay to see that but i we, would <laughs> we asked on our instagram story at froggy 929 what are some ways to cheer on a friend running a race mark from healdsburg said ask your friend if there is a certain mile marker that is the hardest one for her then be there at that mile marker to cheer her on oh that's a really good idea I'd love that. Jess from Santa Rosa says, it doesn't matter what you say on the sidelines as long as it's positive. I can, I think I can speak for all runners when we say we just love the support. And Greg from Guerneville said, goofy signs and cowbells always make it more fun and we can always use more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Ariana. Ariana goes to the same dog park nearly every single day. And Barry Martindale is going to make up a dumb excuse why she's not allowed to go anymore. Hello? Hi, I'm trying to reach Ariana. Is that who this is? Yes, this is she. Who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I understand you go to the same dog park nearly every single day? Uh, yeah. I'm contacting you because some of the people who go to that dog park have informed me that your dog is incredibly annoying and they're tired of dealing with it. They, <laughs> wait. They've informed you that my dog is annoying? What? Uh, absolutely. Your dog barks a lot. She does not bark a lot. What? What is this about? Also, your dog doesn't socially distance, and we need you to stop going to this dog park immediately and teach your dog COVID protocols. It's a freaking dog park. All of the dogs are socializing together. Dogs can't even get COVID. What, what the heck are you talking about? We're also going to have to ask you to put a mask on your dog and uh, wash oh, his paws. You guys have to be kidding me, right? You're... 
You're joking, right? Come so on. You have officially Seriously? been you have officially been banned from this dog park, and you're going to owe a $500 settlement, uh, and that money's going to go to all people that hang around the dog park. You're fining me $500 because my dog is not socially distanced, and someone say he's uh, she's annoying. Are you serious right now? What, you got a problem with that? Yes, I have a problem with that. Well, that's too dang bad. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I know what to tell you. That's fine. I'll have my attorney write your information down. What's your phone number? Because I'll have my attorney call your... You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Y'all seriously had me like hot like fire. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Have you ever been full of regret after you posted something on Twitter or maybe social media? Asking because allegedly... Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey is expected to make $978 million on the Elon Musk deal. Dang, man. Big money, right? Huge money. (laughs) So the thing is that Jack Dorsey, he has shown his support for Elon. He said Elon is the singular solution I trust right now. I trust his mission to extend the light of consciousness. He said, I'm so happy Twitter will continue to serve the public conversation. But it got me thinking like, well, not everything should be shared publicly, right? No, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've run into this before, not only with myself, but like, you know, my friends, my family. And Tanner, have you ever regretted posting a tweet or something on social media? What was it? Let's let's get down to it. On the old radio show that I used to work on, there was a campaign that I was going to wear a romper. And they posted pictures of me on a romper. And you can find it if you really dig deep on social media. And uh, it got so out of hand, I was on the news. You just challenged someone to find that. Well, if you can find it, I'll give you $5. I know. I think you've seen it before, Amber. You should be. Yeah. yeah but if someone out there can find it, I'll give you $5. Oh, man. You were on the news? I was on the news in a romper, and my chest hair is poking out. That short shorts. Surpasses social media. Yeah. That That's like permanent. That That's not going <laughs> Broadcast away. Broadcast television. I've even emailed the the TV network and they won't take it down. <laughs> uh Well, you know, maybe it wasn't that bad. But uh, speaking of regretting posting things, I actually posted a picture of myself and a friend on Instagram once and it was at my friend's house and someone commented and said, you really need to clean your house. Ooh. And I didn't realize that like my friend's dirty laundry was on the floor <laughs> and she was very upset and she made me delete the picture and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like I regret posting that. I didn't even look. Was there a second where you're like, wait, I look really good in this picture though. No. <laughs> like, uh. Let's be honest. Girls never really like how they look in pictures. <laughs> All right. We got Stephanie from Windsor on the phone. Uh, what did you post on social media that you regret stuff? I posted a picture one time. It was like the first nice run of the season yeah. and I took a picture of my nice little my little legs and my little shorts <laughs> and how pale they were Ooh. and I didn't realize that right next to my foot was a large pile of goose dropping Ew. and I posted it and it was kind of gross looking they were like um you and at first I thought they were talking about my legs <laughs> and I'm like what are you talking about come on I work hard for these yeah. legs and then I there was droppings yeah. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. 
What's something everyone should experience at least one time in their lifetime? So I'm gonna surprise my girlfriend this weekend and take her to the Armstrong Redwoods. Hope she's not listening. Oh geez, I actually don't know. <laughs> oh no! If I spoiled it, Kim, you didn't hear that. No. Uh, but we're both from Washington State. You'd think we'd be used to trees, but the thing <laughs> is, is there's nothing like the redwoods here in California. That is exactly. a totally different experience, and I personally think that's something everybody should see, no matter where they're from, at least once in their life. What kind of trees you got in Washington State? Douglas firs. Okay. Pine trees. So no redwoods. Got it. No redwoods. Not a one. They're, they are incredible to see. I mean, they're massive trees. Yeah. It's a very historic location where you're taking her. They exciting. Even, they even filmed Star Wars there partially not the armstrong redwoods but the redwoods in over in marin so <laughs> that's uh, a date okay, for cool. another time but i'm really excited to take her amber yeah. do you think there's something in the world that or just something in general people should experience at least once i met someone once that said they had never seen the ocean or been to the beach before and that broke my heart because i think everyone needs to experience the the ocean and be on the beach at least once in their lives and specifically the pacific the Pacific Ocean. Uh, go out to Bodega Head. Yeah, that's... Look at the beach. Look I, at the water. I've seen the Pacific Ocean from a lot of different angles. Bodega Head's the absolute best. <laughs> exactly. Can guarantee that. On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, we're all sharing things that, you know, everyone should experience at least once. Mike, friends of basketball, said, everyone should fail at something once so you have perspective. Denise from Runner Park said, working a retail job or at a restaurant on a busy weekend. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'll never do it. Uh, Pat from Santa Rosa says, an outdoor music festival. See y'all at Country Summer. Woo! Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. from Santa Rosa. Are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yeah, absolutely. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Callan, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. Amber's record's 432 wins and 32 losses. You want to talk some smack for a half a point bonus? Yeah, I think it's time for Amber to lose. Um, yeah, you know, I think it is, too. You know, I, I'm, just, I'm on my high horse too much these days. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Amber's booted out of the studio. Callan, here's question number one. A sequel to The Batman is going to be made. Which actor played Catwoman in the latest movie? I'm just going to go with Angelina Jolie. I know that's not right, but... That is incorrect. Here's question number two. Luke Combs says that he got paid 200 bucks for his first show. True or false, Luke Combs won Entertainer of the Year at this year's ACMs. That is true. That is incorrect. Here's question number three. A fifth Ghostbusters movie is in the works. Finish the lyric. There's something strange... Uh... In the water? That is incorrect. Here's question number four. Cole Swindell says that he used to hate listening to his own songs. Can you name Cole Swindell's most recent number one hit? Um, no, I can't. That's okay. I'll give you an X. Here's question number five. Today is National Administrative Professionals Day. What does HR stand for? Human resources. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber Callum from Santa Rosa got one out of five today. Whoa, okay. That means they were difficult. I'm a little nervous now, but Tanner, I'm ready. 
Question number one. A sequel to The Batman is going to be made. Which actor played Catwoman in the latest movie? Zoe Kravitz. That is correct. Callan got that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two. Luke Combs says that he got paid 200 bucks for his first show. True or false, Luke Combs won Entertainer of the Year at this year's ACMs. False. That is correct. Do you know who did? I can't remember. Miranda Lambert. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) It's too early. (laughs) Callan from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Amber, you are now up two to zero. Question number three. A fifth Ghostbusters movie is in the works. Amber finished the lyric. There's something strange. In the neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Amber and Tanner. Oh, no. <laughs> well, oh. you still got that first part correct. Sue me for that. And that's all that uh, <laughs> we were looking for. So you got that correct. Callan from Santa Rosa got that incorrect. Three to zero is the score. Question number four. Cole Swindell says that he used to hate listening to his own songs. Can you name Cole Swindell's most recent number one hit? Is it Never Say Never? That is correct. Callan got that incorrect. Amber, you're up four to zero. And here's question number five. Today is National Administrative Professionals Day. What does HR stand for? Human Resources. That is correct. The final score, Amber wins five to one and a half. Callan, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown and you got to say the phrase. The phrase, uh oh, I am definitely not smarter than Amber. <laughs> but you're going to the Kendall Jackson Kentucky Derby watch party thanks to which morning show? Thanks to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Viva Las Vegas. I, I love Vegas every moment. I am going on a road trip to Vegas next month. It's a 10-hour drive. I'm really excited about it. That is a long drive. The longest drive I've ever made was 12 hours, and that's to go uh, back to Washington, where I'm from. So 10 hours seems a little bit easier, but still, it's not going to be fun. I don't even like driving to Roanoke Park, which I had to do yesterday. (laughs) I was like, this is too long. So here's a question for you. What is the most essential item you need for a road trip? So I've been on a bunch of road trips before and I was going through my cards, make sure I got everything I need. And I am shocked to find out and to tell you that I don't have a tire jack kit. I'm not shocked by this at all because I called you and asked you, did you have jumper cables? And you said no. Luckily, I found mine. I don't have anything. I thought I had everything, and what actually inspired me to look was the fact that I don't have jumper cables. And I so, can't believe it. your car should just come with a jack kit. Right? We're going to go look in there. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. I probably didn't look Let's good enough. Let's go look at the car. But I think I looked good enough, and I didn't find... I mean, I have a spare tire, which is nice, but I feel like this is something that is so essential on every single road trip in case something happens. I mean, I don't want to get stuck in the desert. That sounds awful. Okay. <laughs> that does sound bad. What Amber, what would you say the most essential item for a road uh, trip is? Uh my family are big people on staying hydrated. So my mom always told me to, you know, take a water bottle with you, take some water just in case. And my grandma packs an entire cooler. Even if she's just going around town, she'll pack a cooler full of water and Sprite. Hey, water and Sprite. When she's going to the Walmart, I swear to you. I love that it's Sprite. Too. Yeah, she loves that Sprite, man. I tell you. On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929, uh, we're all discussing the essential items needed for a road trip. 
Jessica from Santa Rosa says sunflower seeds in a phone charger. The essential. <laughs> and Stephanie from Santa Rosa said my hub's riding shotgun. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Uh, Sean from Ventura said country music. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9.